Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. We're talking about the upcoming Super Tuesday. That's tomorrow, as you well know. And here in Utah, something interesting is happening. A little bit of history, in fact. We, here in the state of Utah, will for the first time participate in Super Tuesday. Uh, when the Democrats get together to vote for their uh, candidate for president, uh, Utahns will be among them. Uh, able to voice who they'd like to see represent the Democratic Party in the general election. Uh, and for the first time, Super Tuesday. That's when, what, 13, 14 states all uh, vote on the same night. Uh, Wednesday morning is going to be a big day. There's going to be some huge news, I'm predicting, broken between now between now and Wednesday. We're going to see people uh, leave the race and we're going to see people enter the race. How so? Well, we're going to be seeing maybe some of the front runners. I predict announcing their vice presidential choices. There are some uh, some reasonable considerations and some contenders right now uh, who could make a pretty good case for why they ought to be running alongside, say, a Bernie Sanders or a Joe Biden. I think, uh, and we'll see how this all plays out over the next 24 hours or so. But I think uh, that Mayor Pete Buttigieg has a pretty good case to make for why he. Uh, is worthy of standing alongside Joe Biden in the race for the White House. You heard Scott Howell, uh, who is is a Joe Biden supporter, uh, share a little bit of information regarding a conference call, uh, which uh, I think is probably wrapping up right about now between who? Uh, Between former South Bend, Indiana Mayor uh, Buttigieg and former President Barack Obama. If you click and clack, uh, kind of in the political weeds like I do, uh, you'll see a lot of comparisons between Mayor Pete Buttigieg and uh, President Barack Obama, in particular in the way he delivered the speech he gave uh, on Saturday or Sunday, rather, uh, in South Bend. He turned the plane around, surprising all the reporters on board. They had a flight plan which had them landing in Texas. Uh, Mayor Pete walks to the back of the plane and says, hey, listen, folks, sorry to inconvenience you, but we're going to head our way to South Bend, Indiana. Got a little announcement to make, and it was not long after that we learned that he was pulling out of the race. And in that speech, he sounded a lot like President Obama. He sounded both uh, presidential and aware of his circumstances uh, and with his eyes looking forward. I think that we might see him running alongside someone here in the near future. But listen, that is all uh, beside the point. I wanted to talk to you uh, during this segment about American Samoa. Uh, To give you a little bit of context, American Samoa, uh, they have their Democrat caucuses tomorrow during Super Tuesday. They are one of the participating I uh, can't, can't call them a state. One of the participating entities, uh, we'll call them, as a territory, they will have the opportunity to participate in the Democratic caucuses. But 
Here's what's interesting about American Samoa and the other four territories of the United States. Remember, there are about four million people that live in the territories of the United States, and they can all participate in the various party caucuses and primaries, but but they do not have the ability to vote in the general election. It's an interesting circumstance uh, experienced by those living in uh, the territories. Now, American Samoa, uh, they have uh, historically... Uh, well, let's see. Let me look back a little bit. In uh, 2016, the American Samoa Democratic Caucus, uh, they cast the majority of their votes to Hillary Clinton. She came away with 68.4% uh, compared to uh, Joe, uh, Bernie Sanders, 25.7%. Uh, now, here's a, 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 a name you might recognize, but only if you're down here with me in the political weeds. Uh, Rocky De La Fuente, uh, a gentleman from California whose name you might see on a few back here and there, uh, this go around. Rocky De La Fuente, he came away uh, with 5.9% of the vote in American Samoa uh, in 2016. So uh, we're going to be also watching American Samoa. Now, it, it doesn't have a, a huge impact on things relatively. It, it's, it's a very small place, but it is fascinating to consider uh, th- their participation. One of the more recent occasions that you and I have had to speak about uh, American Samoa was following a decision handed down by federal judge uh, Clark Wadops. He let it be known that it was his determination that those born in American Samoa, on their passport, it ought to read U.S. citizen. The way things stand currently is that uh, if you are born in American Samoa, a territory of the United States, and you are issued a passport, uh, towards the back there is a little note that says that the bearer of this passport is not an American citizen, but rather an American national. That changes uh, things, uh, various things, including uh, once you establish residency here on the mainland, the United States, uh, you, if you are a citizen... Even if you'd been born uh, in one of the American territories, you can vote here in the United States. And there was a, a defendant in a lawsuit. The lawsuit, in fact, uh, ruled on by uh, Judge Wadops, where he there was a very narrow window in which uh, this gentleman had uh, to go to the clerk's office, uh, register to vote, and depending on uh, the the ultimate uh, ruling following appeals, uh, possibly uh, cast a ballot here in the United States uh, for the president. Now, here's the the, the problem. Uh, Judge Wadops, uh, about 48 hours after handing down that ruling, he uh, put a stay in place. And we, during that time, it was during the early days of this radio show, Live Mike. Now, listen, we're only 50-some-odd episodes in, so (laughs) every day feels like an early day. Uh, But a few weeks ago, uh, we spoke to an attorney who was representing this young man who was born in American Samoa as he was trying to get the right to vote here in the United States. Uh, this attorney uh, comes from the organization Equally American, a gentleman named Neil Weir. Weir. He and I spoke uh, about this circumstance not long ago. Judge Waddups ruled that under the citizenship clause of the 14th Amendment, If you're born in American Samoa, you have the same rights of citizenship as someone born in Utah or anywhere else under U.S. sovereignty. So this is a big deal for residents of uh, people who are born in American Samoa, um, people in other U.S. territories. I'm actually calling now from the U.S. Virgin Islands. And the impact moving forward is it means that these folks will finally be able to vote 
in state, local, and federal elections. Uh, so. So that's that. I don't want to spend too much time on this uh, American Samoa uh, element uh, because the reality is it's not going to have uh, any kind of measurable uh, impact on the race. But as you well know, I get fascinated uh, by these little tangential details, and I sometimes find myself going down rabbit holes, and this one caught my attention. And I think there's good reason to to pay some attention to it. Uh, American Samoa, a U.S. territory, uh, participating in Super Tuesday tomorrow. In the next segment, I'm going to talk to you at great length about some wonderful things happening all around me right now. If things sound a little bit different, it is because I'm broadcasting live from South Kearns Elementary School. We, along with Utah Gives Back and the United Way and Select Health, we've all gotten together uh, to, to help and support Read Across America Day. There are volunteer opportunities uh, throughout the state today. People are reading to kids, teaching them about literacy, uh, helping them understand the great value uh, there is in reading. We're going to talk about that and some of the great people making it all possible on the next segment of Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.